now. Bachelor Nation on the After Reality Podcast Network. She is the galloping gossip, Kate Stern Gunderson, and I am Spencer Kitley, and welcome back to the Bachelor Nation podcast here on the After Reality Podcast Network. It's been a minute because we've been in mixed bag season talking lots of Survivor and Vanderpump Rules and all of those things, which curious to get Kate's thoughts on that, but it's Bachelor season. The Bachelorette comes back next week. Today, it's all gossip and first impressions of this cast and the lead charity for the season. That all being said, I am excited to dive into it. But Kate, what is the good word? The good word is we have some gossip to catch up on. And then we have a lot of villains. And I've ident- I mean, a lot of villains, a lot of cast members. And I think I've identified a few villains. So I'm excited to, to see if I'm right. So you were a new to the table. I Actually, during Bachelor season, I explained to you what was happening on Vanderpump Rules. You went and got into it. Did you go back and watch some? Did you just dive in? What did you do? I have you and my friend Kara to thank for my new addiction to Vanderpump Rules. I am one of these like um, bandwagon fans. I'm like probably driving up there, you know, they're viewing their stats, all of that stuff, which is data I would actually love to see is how much that increased. Because like after hearing that I had to get into it, I watched, I actually went back and watched season. So I was going to watch like season one and I was like, I don't have that much time for this. So I went back, watched season nine. No, actually, I watched season 10, and then I watched season 9, which was actually super interesting, because like, in season 10, they allude to a bunch of things that happened in season 9. So season 9 was, like, quite um, fun for me to watch and, like, kind of see, like, wait a second, they used to be like this, and now they're like that? 9 and 10 were both good seasons. Season, like, 6, 7, and 8 had kind of gotten a little dull. Um, yeah. Good stuff, and and who knows, if you get, get crazy this summer and have some time, maybe you... you don't have a full-time job during the day at some point who knows uh maybe (laughs) maybe who knows i know well because ever since you know obviously the way i heard about everything because i'm a bandwagon fan is like i heard about it this scandal's happening and then on tiktok i started getting all the content and the content's like but sandoval did this before to Kristen back in season two so like and so that was super interesting for me to discover is like "Whoa, whoa, whoa wait he's done this before and ariana was the other woman and then which obviously like made me, I think I had a different perspective discovering that because I'm not as like attached to Ariana as some people might be because I just met her, you know? When he didn't necessarily do, it wasn't apples to apples because Kristen was hooking up in their shared apartment with Tom in the other room with Jax, who was the original bad boy, number one guy in the group on Vanderpump Rules. Who, who I've, I've learned about because I now get his TikTok content as well. And he's very vocal about this scandal. Um, right. And that's actually the piece of TikTok. That's a piece of the story that TikTok actually didn't show me. So for a very long time, I'm like, well, Ariana's just getting what she deserves. And then it's all just Tom and he's horrible. What I will say that I absolutely love, have you seen all the battery commercial Ariana did? Oh my God, it's so good. So you know how at one point Tom's like, I'm the one refilling the batteries. I'm the one buying the paper towels and the pens. And so she did a commercial where she's like, now I buy my own batteries and I depend on Duracell because they're more reliable and I'm a loyal customer and it's so good. And then like, they obviously show like a drawer also full of pens and a closet full of paper towel as well. Like she's buying all her own stuff or toilet paper or whatever. Um, but it was just like, you know, that it was like some VP of marketing. Who's also a Vanderpump fan at Duracell. That was like, we have to do this. Very good. Um, yeah. So, Hey, 
Maybe there's some Bravo TikTok content in your future on the after reality handle. Um, oh, I'm like, oh, yes. Uh, did you see the John Hamm um, doing an impersonation of uh, James Kennedy? No. Was it on Watch What Happens Live the other night? It not- and it turns out John Hamm's actually a fan. So he like nailed the accent and like all the cursing and everything. It was just perfect. Oh, you, you poopy head. You, you, yes. Both of you poopy heads. An unpoopal village. Yeah, he says all of that. It's really, really good. Um, so yeah, I'm deep on every. I'm deep on it all. Um, I also like went on and almost bought Ariana's T-shirt that says um, "F me with she," you know, "F me with this T-shirt on." Did you hear she's made? She made that merch. Um, I my favorite shirt she has is a throwback to I think season nine that says "I was born cool." Um, <laughs> yeah, Tom is just scum, and I actually like after seeing the. You know, the the big reveal. The like nine seasons where we're built up to believe that Tom is the the most morally upstanding member of the group. Wait, really? That's how it's been built up for nine seasons. That is so bizarre. Um that's very weird for me as just a season ten watcher, because he just seems like horrible. And then and then also on top of his horribleness, like Rachel, the big reveal at the end of the last um reunion where she was like She's like, I want to tell the truth, but my only friend left is Tom. And if I tell the truth, I'm betraying him. Like, that was really sad, actually. He needs to go live somewhere else. She can't live there. No, no, she should not live in L.A. She's she is not made for L.A. L.A. has ruined her. I, I actually, like, have a little sympathy for her. Um, but it takes two to tango. Now, right now, Schwartz is on a reality show, I believe, on Fox called Stars on Mars. Him and athletes and... Other reality stars, Lance Armstrong's on it. Ronda, Doing what? The, I, I haven't watched it yet. Need to watch it. He's he'll also be on Winter House when that comes out this summer. Um, because I I met Tom Tom and Kyle Cook there on on Winter House. Uh, but we wait, should, wait, wait, they all do they all do Winter House? No, select Winter House is a hodgepodge of Summer House people, Southern Charm people, now Vanderpump people, and then they're this season they're adding in a couple, uh, one from Below Deck, one from uh, Family Karma. Oh wait, so Bravo is freaking genius because like if i want to watch winter house now i have to go and watch all those seven other shows you just mentioned to get the context and not really uh i've seen summer house uh summer house is good highly recommend summer house particularly if you have time and you're watching it during the summer it's like aspirational summer television right um right well i just get jealous though that i'm not like living in the hamptons or wherever they are party life here we go um But let's get into The Bachelor, though, because this is The Bachelor Nation ed- episode. Do want to remind everybody to follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at After Reality Podcast there. Also, reminder, subscribe wherever you are listening now. Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, or Amazon. And don't forget to check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. So without further ado, Gossip Quarter time. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to kick it off. This one is out dated but but our you know we haven't talked about it is brandon and serene splitting up do you remember do you remember this did you know this so everyone's favorite couple from paradise they called it quits which i was really sad about because they just seemed kind of like the same soul you know they like seemed like they've worked together really well they both were very soft-spoken and like lovey-dovey and low-key you see the the kind of the receipts that started shaking out afterwards oh no tell me more it was photographed kind of close with a girl here in austin at uh at a bar or a concert or something and that apparently was then succeeded a few days later by them announcing they were breaking up why can't why why can't guys just like control themselves and realize what they have serena's amazing i'm mad at all men 
isn't from Texas, isn't she? I can't remember. Yeah, like why weren't they together at that time? I don't know. Speaking of potential breakups, um, but it has not been confirmed, and I think they're trying to mislead us a little bit, but it seems that like maybe Rachel Kirkconnell, Kirkconnell, and or Kirkconnell, whatever it is, and Matt James have broken up. Um, so I say it seems like it because like after that, so it seems like she's on a vacation by herself, herself, he's in New York. And then like, he posted what I think was old content of them eating like some sort of, oh, sorry, some sort of dish together, like some sort of meal together. Cause he's now trying to be like a food blogger or food, something food influencer. So I don't know. Um, but they haven't been like in any pictures together for a really long time. They haven't been any posts together for a really long time. So it might be the end of those two, which is sad because, like, I was very there for it. But, okay. like, the last picture of them together on her page is from February 8th. Okay. So maybe they're on hiatus. I don't know. You called her Rachel, and then I got confused, and I was like, oh, you met Rachel. You'll go, oh, no. Because um, she broke, oh, yeah. broke up the band of The Bachelor, if you will. Um, right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's the one that, like, led to Chris being gone. Uh, you. So, like, that's. A former lead relationship may be falling apart. Uh, you have some more news on another former lead, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, the other former lead is just, or I guess you call her lead or a winner. Um, Katie has just been, uh, Katie has just been all over TikTok. Talking about Katie that was the Bachelorette, right? No, 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 no. I'm just talking about Katie Bigger, like Zach's. Spelled it Zach's, Katie, you're not. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. K-A-T-Y. She is taking TikTok by storm. I think she's re- doing, going to do the pivot into, um, the pivot into that uh influence her life when she i mean like she's a nurse so i think very quickly she'll probably make more being an influencer than being a nurse so it'd be interesting to see traveling nurse and she probably doesn't want to travel she probably just wants to hang out here in austin where it's 108 degrees Jeez. um but speaking of actually some other goss it, i think i told you this but looks like zach is back on the market and no i don't mean looking for love but looking for a job so he um posted on linkedin that he's like open to work as a reminder he was at oracle being like an account executive or account manager before he went on the bachelor sounds like oracle didn't hold his spot which is understandable and fine um so in a funny twist i referred him into box to see if we have a spot for him i said you know like i watched him for a bunch of episodes in a very difficult situation and he was well spoken and handled stress well your, your objective objection handling is really good uh yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're done. Navigate challenging conversations. <laughs> exactly. I think he'd actually be good. Also, he like did, you know, with the the caveat of like the last few episodes, like he did like come across really well. And actually, sorry, last last piece of gossip about them, about the last few episodes is it came out in an interview they did that um, Katie was actually the second night. On, on, on overnights? Yes, it was, she was either the first or the second, I'll find the clip, but she wasn't the third. And so it was basically, I think basically he held out his willpower until Gabby, and then he broke at Gabby. And that's why Katie was so upset when he went back and told her, is because, like, he had already he made it said and him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the name of my fantasy for reality fantasy team this year is Team Ariel and Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, n- not charity. Um, anyhow, what else? What else? I think that's all. I think that's all I got. Um, oh, and then just the thing that you had sent me is um, that Paradise started, and Wells made a funny TikTok about the new lingo on the beach. And I think my favorite of the lingo is um, beige flag. Do you know what this means? 
I, I thought these were all made up. Are they real things? I mean, like they're real things in uh, pop culture. Um, basically, like it's not a red flag. It's like you say something like, oh, my husband's beige flag is like he um, he never hits the snooze button. Like it's not a red flag, but it's something like I need to tell people about because it's kind of weird that he never hits the snooze button. So, yeah. So we'll find out the rest of the words. I think I kind of knew or had known. So hoping for another great season at Playa Escondida. I need to get back down. Do we, I know you got to have another birthday there. Do we know for sure if Gabby is on, is at the beach? That'd be great. I hope she is. I thought she was. Yeah. I'll do, I'll do a deep dive um, for the bachelorette premiere episode and see what I can find out as far as cast down there. Yeah. Cool. Let's move into the bachelorette season. It is, it is what, uh, about 10 days away and looking forward to, to seeing what it holds at charity is our lead. And to be honest, when they came out with the cast, I'd kind of forgotten who the lead was going to be. Me too. I think like they, I think we, I don't know if we've talked about this or talked about with someone else. I think they keep doing us a disservice with the leads because it sounds like due to like scheduling, they sort of need to choose who the lead is early And so what ends up happening is it ends up being like the fourth person, you know, left and you don't really, or like the fifth person left and you, and they're, and they're not someone that goes to the final three. And so like, the problem is like, sure, you might know enough about them at that point, but you learn so much more about the other girls that like, by the time the season ends, you actually want it to be one of the other girls like Ariel or Gabby. And like, so I think they do us a disservice because like, we don't really know anything about charity. And Nothing really at all. She did. She went to the final four, right? She went to the final four, but even like, even then, like they didn't give her it. It's interesting. If like they always maybe knew she would maybe be the bachelorette. They should have like given more airtime. And I remember they did this to um, Clayton too. It's like nobody knew who Clayton was. And that ended up being a horrible season because like nobody liked him up front. You know what I mean? Like you need someone that we all like and we're rooting for. No, anything. To- right. Right, exactly. That's what I mean. And everyone was like, Zach like pleasantly surprised everyone, if I remember correctly. But yeah, like how much more interesting would it be if it was like Gabby and we're all like so invested in Gabby now. But I think my conclusion is because of production and how that works, I think they have to choose before the final three. It it makes more sense that they have to do that for the Bachelorette. For the Bachelor, it doesn't make as much sense. They have a long window leading to it. Or at least they have. You're right. Historically, we've had those weird seasons in the last few years where they've shoved one uh, extra season of the bachelorette into yeah. which but remember Zach was kind of the only choice for his season because like it wasn't going to be Tino and it wasn't going to be Logan. what was his name no, it wasn't going to be Logan it wasn't going to be Tyler and who, Avon, Avon? Yeah, Avon we didn't know enough about Avon and I don't think he was good TV he must not have been good TV but yeah so yeah I'm I'm um I'm not super excited for the season just because I don't know enough about Charity but hopefully we get to know her more I also feel like she's maybe too polished. Like think of all of our favorite female seasons are like Jojo who would just like say wild stuff and Caitlin who would say wild stuff and Hannah who would say wild stuff. Like we liked those people. And I bet Gabby would have done it too. Like who are kind of funny and quirky and like say what they're thinking. And charity seems so polished. Yeah. I, I, I hope she opens up some, uh, but really it doesn't matter about the lead. It matters about the suitors. So let's talk about them. Let's, we're going to give out a handful of superlatives and uh, maybe we'll start out who stands out at first glance. 
Ooh, stands out at first glance. Um, can I just say Xavier, the man who is six feet, six inches tall? <laughs> Absolutely can. He's noted for sure. Uh, he he stands out to me as well, but in, in lieu of uh, not picking the same one as you, um, Caleb A also stands out to me. Okay, wait, let me go. Let me scroll to Caleb A. He's a... Oh, Caleb with a C. Mostly because it has the word physician underneath his name. Um, we'll get into it in a minute around some... some well, actually, we'll talk about it now. But some, some things that I'm concerned, though, about Caleb A. Feels Ooh, like... tell me. Type guy, but he works 80 hours a week. Wait, is that what residents do? They work 80 hours a week? Bio says he works 80 hours a week. Oh, you can't have that. And how is he then taking this time off to go to the bachelor? So that might be a little tough on a relationship. And, and she is in down in the Southeast. He's in Ann Arbor, Michigan. So that. Yeah, also, he seems, he seems slightly undis- um, um, indecisive, as it sounds like he has a pet salamander that he has never named. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say, like, he stands out. He's a doctor. Great. He lives in Michigan, though, and he works 80 hours. I wouldn't want to sign up to that. So um, I, I flack kind of leading into maybe our first superlative, which was contenders. I had both those guys on my list um, as, as contenders. There's plenty of other guys. There's not as many guys as there usually are. There's... Uh, I agree. I thought it was a short list, right? 26? That's it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, normally it's up to 30 or so. Um, Who did I have standing out? Okay. Other ones that I had standing out. um, I said Nick, age 32 from New Jersey. Let me pull up his bio again. And I said it mainly because he mentioned like he's a big fan of um, Taylor Swift which I'm a fan of Taylor Swift, but he said that like his favorite celebrities are Keanu Reeves, Bill Burr, the comedian and Taylor Swift, which is actually a really telling set of celebrities that I think you can tell a lot about a person. Um, First of all, if you don't like Taylor Swift, then you can just get out and every girl likes Taylor Swift so they can bond over that. Keanu Reeves, like like interesting actor, but also like one of the most known to be one of the most respectful actors in the business. You'll leave now or, or later. Yeah, exactly. Get out of here. We'll just, we, we can come back to that Spencer and I'll, and I'll, and I'll change you. Um, but I do think they might hit it off. Um, I just think he, he seems like kind of normal and then, you know, good head on his shoulders if he likes Taylor Swift and he's older. I think the older is going to help. I I actually think it's kind of the opposite. It's kind of problematic for me if uh, someone is of a certain age and they're a Taylor Swift fan and they're a dude. And they're still single. (laughs) That's, you know what, Spencer, that's a really good point. It uh, does worry you, the folks that are older and still single. I didn't think of that. There are two guys, Adrian, single dad, and a realtor. I, I originally had him as a possible villain candidate, but then when he was a single dad, I abstained from putting him in that category. There's a yeah, they'll no- never make a single dad a villain. Another guy, um, Spencer is his name. Yeah. Medical sales director from California. He is also a single dad. He loves Anthony Bourdain, as I do. And uh, he might be all right. I don't know. He might be all right. Also, like, always a question mark of like, wh- um, like what happened. Yeah, like, it, is it a sad story which nobody wants, like Michael A's, or is it like, what was there something wrong? Somebody who did want to spend their life with you, maybe, then decided they didn't. So that's like kind of an orange or a red flag. I don't want to hold it against them though, um, but it does give you uh, some some insight. Um, 
I, I didn't I, have. Go ahead. I was just going to hit on a couple other nuggets that I picked up on there. There's Chris. Um, for for context, Chris is a world record jumper, uh, and his favorite sport is dunking. Come on, bro, that's not a sport. I'm sorry, Chris is one thousand percent going to be a villain. Um, he is. You can already tell from his bio that he's like kind of full of himself. And how he's saying he's a former small town football star, which means you are a former high school football star. You're not a college football star. You are a high school football star. And how old are you? And you're 27 and you're mentioning that in your bachelor bio. <laughs> and then you're mentioning that you have a Guinness world record. Like also like, he's just going to be, he's going to be done. He's going to be full of himself. He's going to think he's amazing. Um, two Guinness records. Not just one, two. Yeah. And he's going to be, you know, dunking. Because that, that's like another humble brag is that he can dunk, you yeah. know? So um, I think he I think he tried to like soften it by being like, I like to go apple picking and watch Grey's Anatomy. I bet you $1,000 he does not like to go apple picking or watch Grey's Anatomy. I think he said that because he was like, now I have to say something that seems like girls would like it. You would think he'd be from Seattle because apples and uh, Grey's Anatomy both, uh, both up there. I'm going to hit on a couple more real quick. Um, Joe looks like might be king douche uh tech ops guy who likes edm festivals i know i saw that too he tried to soften it by saying that he like is a proud plant dad but i i agree with you um i just don't i don't think you should be 32 and going to that many edm festivals joey um seems great hawaii seems far um khalid khalid i think wait wait on joey i think that he's just not going to try hard enough like i think he'll be too laid back and he'll end up going home really early maybe uh we'll circle uh, i'm gonna circle back although he is handsome circle back on him uh yeah khaled khalid he likes to read gaming magazines which doesn't really seem like that would be charity's jam michael is a yacht captain i know in michigan like what yachts are up in michigan i think that chicago chicago a tough job to marry also could be very much a my way type of guy also he collects cologne and i yeah. smell him from here yeah no 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 i i don't know any adults that collect i'm not friends with anyone who collects cologne i uh, don't think i could tell you anyone who even wears cologne anymore two more that stand stood out pilot pete <gasps> i know second pilot pete this goes pete this time um same song verse two and then finally Wait, and that's a hard, once again, that's a hard career. He oh. never, also, he never loses in Mario Kart. Never. Sir, I would like to play you in Mario Kart. I never played Mario Kart. Uh, <gasps> don't, don't start it. You'll get too addicted. Warwick does construction and he likes Legos and he looks like <laughs> years old. Yeah. Also cool name though, but yeah. Legos. <laughs> I am. I am. Um, there's a handful of other superlative type things to hand out here. I We touched on a couple of these loosely, but let's start with best chance to be a villain. Or best Because villain's got a vill. Villain's got a vill. I'm ready. I'm ready with mine. I've already said one. Chris S, 27. He's the, the high school football star with the two Guinness World Records. He's definitely going to be villain. He's already too full of himself. Right, who else? Okay. Is that, huh? Three. Who do you have? Do you have anybody else? Okay. Yes, I have one more. I have Sean, 27. Um, I just don't like his face. <laughs> um, but um, but really, he says he's a terrible texter, which like I just don't appreciate. Um, 
he takes pride in his head of hair, so he's like vain. And then his his fun fact was that he likes to dip chocolate chips in whole milk. And I'm sorry, sir, that's not a fun fact. That is a normal activity everybody does. So you need to learn what a fun fact is. And that was chocolate chip cookies, not chocolate chips. Chocolate chip cookies. Oh, and he's from Tampa, Florida. So that's an automatic ding against him in well, my book. I, I, I have a suspicion that he is better looking in, in a different photo. And this is a bad photo of him. I don't know why. Okay. I will also say, I just didn't love, like, he's just giving such Florida vibes. He's like, he loves to golf and go on boat rides with his friends. Like, I, he's just, I think he's still, like, in his party phase. He's also 25. Don't forget, a guy that fit that same bill was objectively maybe the most handsome person that's ever been on this show. You may remember him. And, the, and like, the sweetest man in the world. Yes, I, yes, you're right. So don't completely roll him out. Uh, the, I mean, our whole the whole goal of this activity is to roll people out just based on their bios. So I'm still going to roll him out. Uh, my villain candidates, uh, my first one is Joe, who I alluded to earlier is maybe a douche um, and likes to go to EDM festivals. Right. Listed Caleb B, who is a professional wrestler from Orlando with the. <laughs> and he just might be rated R part two from like Justin from Ali Fedotowski season. I know you don't, you don't go back that far, but. Yeah. Uh, I, I just feel like he's. Um... Just going to go home early. I can't believe a pro wrestler. Like, are we breaking into a new segment? Oh, he's from Orlando, which is where the WWE's training center is. I see. Um, so you, get, you attract those people. I get it. Third option is Michael the Yacht Captain. I think, like I said, if he's a my way kind of guy, he could be abrasive with, with others. So we shall. You, know who my, you know who my wild card is? My wild card is Josh. Because... He doesn't have a job. He's listed as a Harvard grad student. So he's, but he also is listed that he like quit finance to like help do some nonprofit work. And so he's either going to be like incredibly sweet or incredibly full of himself. He was very successful on Wall Street before going to grad school. So yeah, that, that could happen. Let's go. Right, exactly. Most likely to have a girl back home. Mm. You got to go first. Actually, I, I, have, I have one. Okay, go. Uh, it's the, I'm going to say, uh, Mr. Travel Nurse, 24, the child, <laughs> who who had the worst, bi- he had like the worst um, bio responses ever, I think. Like his bio is written by a 24-year-old. I have the same answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is a child and like his, his bio says nothing about him. Except he's hardworking, romantic, and funny. Um, and then I like that his fun fact is that he's looking for someone to teach him how to salsa dance, which is not a fun fact. Once again, I, my notes on him looks like a San Diego playboy, which we've had before. Oh and yeah. Travel nurse. So probably not looking to settle down. Yeah, exactly. Um, my chair, yeah. I'm thinking she's not picking anyone that's younger than her. I agree. And like, is he really, it says like he loves hard, he's ready to put it all on the line to find his perfect match. You're 24, sir. Um, he, he's going to have a very lucrative Instagram career, though. I could see that. We've talked contenders already. So let's just go straight to the like, and be as shallow as we can and go with best photo. Best photo. Oh, you might have to go first. I'll go, I, I'll go first to send that way. You can't steal mine. Okay. I think the most objectively good looking person here is Joey, the 27 year old tennis pro from Hawaii. Or who, I know I was going to say that. Like, um, like, again, this is just based on the photos because we've seen 
bad photos in the past where it's like, oh, that person's actually really attractive, but their photo's terrible. We've also seen the inverse. But like last year, Katie's photo wasn't great. Is obviously- oh, that's true. And Katie's like, on- honestly, I also don't think like the show, she's just so naturally beautiful. Like the more and more I see her on TikTok. Okay. I agree with Joey, but I'll pick a different one for the sake of the activity. Both and pick- I'm going what? Both pick Joey as the most objectively attractive person here. Yeah. I mean, like he's tall, dark and handsome and he's from Hawaii. So he's like laid back and his eyes are kind of light. Like, yeah, I think he's nailed it. Um. Okay. I'm going to say. I'm going to say kind of towards the end, um, either like Spencer, the single dad, I could see him or Taylor. Did we even talk about Taylor? Talk about Taylor, but he looks like the most finance guy from Ohio person you could possibly create in a lab and put on a bio sheet. Right, right. It's. I think he was actually an AI generated bachelor contestant, <laughs> bachelorette contestant, because um, it's like, okay, square jaw, a little bit of stubble. Um, about six feet tall, 32 finance. Great. Also, wait, but did you read some of his fun facts? Um, I, I guess it's a macro diet, but he says that he follows the Renaissance diet, which I have never heard of. That like kind of like keto, maybe? <laughs> it says it's a Renaissance periodization, periodization diet. Now I'm going to have to Google that. Um, periodization, like meaning like the Renaissance period? That's what I think. I don't know. None of this makes sense. It's not a word I've ever heard before. Maybe he's going to put it. Maybe he invented it. And now he's going to like put it on the map. I think Pilot Pete is is a pretty good looking guy. I think John Henry, the underwater welder, who probably has a <laughs> title with anyone. What is it for? I guess I, I guess I can understand what an underwater welder does. I just don't understand how someone can go through their life and only see 20 movies. I take personal offense to that. But like he's he's objectively good looking, and I and my guy that was one of my contenders though, Caleb A. I think like he's got a really nice smile. He's a handsome guy. He's a doctor. Uh, he's going places. Yeah, yeah. No, this is going to be an interesting season. I I don't know if I'm going to be able to rank these people for fantasy for reality. Huh? Winter is coming for that. You're, you're going to have to rank them. Um, and now th- we've never really done this before where we like tip our hands to one another before we go rank our guys before we both go rank Joey number one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, Joey's not going to go far. He's too laid back. Well, and now I'll probably have to go do some Instagram stalking. Cause I feel like you can always kind of tell what's going on. If you look them, like look up their Instagram. You don't tell what's going on, but you can cross reference. Is the person in the photo, the person they are in real life by looking at their Instagram. There actually is another podcast that does that. It's too much research for me, but they say like, do they look better in their Instagram photos or do they look better in their, um, in their biopic? And very rarely is a biopic. Like you're kind of wondering like, who is the photographer for these biopics? And can you just get someone who's better at taking photos? (laughs) At the mercy of the photographer and the, and the people that are putting these online, you're in charge of your own content on Instagram. Like Exactly. But you should get to choose. You should be like, Hey, I'm actually better looking than that. I mean, do you, you probably don't, but do you remember Becca Kufrin's bio photo? It was awful. Oh, no, I don't. Now I'm going to have to look at it. Look it up. Kufrin. Who? Oh, they're pregnant. Did, did we talk about that yet? Vern Thomas? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Talk about that, but I did know that. Yeah, they're, they're pregnant. Oh, yeah, you're right. Her bio picture was bad. So that's exciting for them. I can't remember if they got married yet or if they're just engaged where, like, she enga- she proposed to him. It, but it, I love that. That's all. What'd you say? Thomas is tall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think he's 6'6". Six, six. Oh, Xavier's going to give him a run for his money. Battle Royale. Anyway, I'm excited. I think there is 
a lot. What's the what's the launch date? The when's the premiere? Twenty sixth. Nine days from today. Oh, and guess what I found out? I have to do this before the twenty sixth. This is not a sponsor, but Sling. If you want to sponsor us, you can. So on the West Coast, if you get so I've always watched on YouTube, so I could like record it. But if I get Sling, I can watch the East Coast airing of The Bachelor. So then I could watch the night before and set like instead of st- having to stay up super late. So I'm going to switch my providers to Sling. And you know who told me that? Lala on her podcast because I, I I'm that deep that I not only watch all the VPR stuff, but now I also listen to Lala's podcast, which is very interesting. She's a very aggressive, interesting woman. Give them Lala. Um, she's very aggressive. Fun. I'm excited to get going with the new season. Before we do go, I want to remind everybody to follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok, After Reality Podcast. Subscribe wherever you are listening now. You can check out the website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. Also, at Fantasy4Reality, Fantasy, the numeral 4Reality.com. They are our partners, sponsors, and that is where we play all of our fantasy games. Get your Bachelorette League set up now with your colleagues, your coworkers, your friends, your family, whoever you whoever loves this show with you. Um, you can find them at Fantasy4Reality on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on the Twitter at Spencer Kitley. You can find Kate. Kate Stern Gunderson on the Instagram and the TikToks. And you can really find her on our TikTok. Um, you'll be ramping up your, your TikTok content there for Bachelorette season because it is here. But until we chat again, we remind you, we like bears and Mexican food right here on After Reality. <laughs>